So just to recap, we got a nice Minotaur, a young aspiring Minotaur that is traveling on his first adventure ever. Alongside, we also have a Goliath named Drell also traveling to the same town uh, through convergences and like pit stops, carriage transfers. You know, you take out your little carriage MTA car, you're swiping it, you're switching carriages. Uh, it is now a wagon packed full of different people, races alike. Uh, and in this wagon you see a couple of humans there's a dwarf in there there's drell the goliath and there's also a really never before seen mini tour sitting across just waiting to go to the town and everyone's just kind of passing through the fields they're on the main road the final stop is going to be gilo uh from the guy who's driving the carriage he goes gilo 15 minutes gilo 15 minutes get your shit ready get the fuck off Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. I just finished my rations, and I'm, I'm packing up my bag. As I'm packing up my bag, I'm kind of singing uh, a little song, you know? I'm just, I'm just sitting there like... Uh, here I come. Gonna make some friends and gonna drink some beer. Hydra, 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 you are dumb. Gonna meet your end. Oh, you better fear. I'm a mighty minnow. Minotaur, glory waits ahead. Drell's a sleeper. Oh, like, he's like a sleeper no matter what. Like, every carriage he's trying to sleep. And he just hears that shit out of, oh, like, man. coming from one side. And he just opens one eye, looks at him, and then just, like, recloses his eye. <laughs> Everyone's just looking at it like first they're one they're astounded that they there's a tiny humanoid cow <laughs> on the wagon just like singing show tunes and things like like he's like what <laughs> the hell am I looking at and this one old guy's like I I've seen things but that is quite peculiar and he's just like looking at you he's poking you with like his cane Ow. he's like what what are you Ow. what are you That's I uh I think it's pretty clear um <laughs> I'm a minotaur. I, uh, <laughs> you know, pretty obvious. Um, minotaur over here. I know, I know. Pretty fierce. Don't be scared. I'm not going to hurt you. Not going to hurt you at all. Just uh, passing you through. You are quite adorable, young lad. <laughs> Goes to like reach over to Pep, but he can't quite reach because he's old. Uh, so the caravan is now approaching this town, and you can now finally see this walled off town. Uh, the town of Gilo is located in the South Trills continent. This town is one of the larger townships in this area that acts as a main crossroads between smaller towns and villages. Around Gilo is decently crafted wooded reinforced walls protecting the city. Uh, but from what you notice, particularly as you're arriving from the north side of the town, you notice that there's a lot of like fresh damage to the walls nothing is broken through there aren't holes or anything but it looks like a bunch of stuff was flung at it and there's a bunch of carpenters and townsfolk and workers trying to fix the wall up bringing some fresh wood and you kind of notice like a pattern like some older battle wounds and like this the one the part of the wall that fixing maybe happened like just last night is it like a is it like a wood wall kind of like rohan or is it like stone? it's like a mixture of like stone and wood but like nice wood like cut like you know, uh, like red oak, like really sturdy wood held together with like iron bands to keep it in place. 
but they're fixing up what happened i guess like maybe something happened last night where like maybe a giant rock was thrown at it something was trying to break down the wall and they're fixing it but you get the sense that there was a small fight here last night and they were trying to break in so often gila was a common rest stop for a lot of merchants travelers and adventurers uh this gila was also from what you know a great place to maybe go on some mercenary quests you guys are now going through town and as you enter in you start looking at the town the layout there's a nice river cutting through the middle of it it looks very pretty the houses and stores they look actually very well kept and the wall looks like it's doing its job because none of these houses look damaged or even battle torn despite the fact that the wall outside look, looks a bit fucked up the caravan's just going through the streets and it ends up in the town square uh which is just a wide open area there's like some uh boots things set up merchants selling some stuff you hear townsfolk going about their day it's about it's about three in the afternoon four in the afternoon you know it's about to get dark out but you guys are pretty tired from the constant caravan switches in the morning just to get to where you are now uh, some people off the carriage start unloading their things drell you get your stuff menace you go in the back you get your cart you <laughs> lift your cart off the back of the wagon that was clearly taking up two seats uh but you think, didn't think it was a problem and you left two guys left uh, back at the last stop because your car was just so important and the caravan driver goes the running goblin is the best place to go if you need a room for the night tell them jack sent ya. i'm definitely heading to the running goblin dude after that long travel i need a beer i hear it's a popping spot in town and not a, at all railroading you of course not i would never do that so you guys just want to head over drell just immediately sees the tavern and he just walks straight over as he's walking i like i grab my cart and i i like kind of jog up to him to kind of go side by side with this huge looking giant dude <laughs> he's just this three foot ten tiny cow man looking up every one step drell makes it's like, like three or four Minus months. has to take like five or six. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, like, right. Like, just like he's like jogging almost or like fast You're like, walking. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick -a -tick -tick -tick. <laughs> so I, I like, I like skip on over to him with my wagon. I look up at this towering figure next to me because I've never seen something so huge. Even my father wasn't this huge. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm scampering beside him and I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Ooh, you're a big fella. Where, where are you headed? I'm headed to get something to drink, little horseman. Where are you headed? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm heading to get a drink myself. <sighs> oh, man, you got some long legs. Joel <laughs> sees how hard he's working. He, he, like, looks down. He goes, hmm. He, like, stops and, like, sighs. And he goes, little horseman, do you want me to carry your cart? <sighs> what? I'm shocked because nobody's ever treated me this well, ever in my life. You, oh, you, you would, uh, you would carry this for me, just to the tavern. I start crying a little. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, that would be great. He just like grab. He like takes it from him and just keeps walking. Like, <laughs> not afraid to outwalk him. Like, doesn't matter. So you go ahead, and this cart is like a norm. Like, it looks like a child's cart. Like a way. Like you would probably wheel around like a small child in this thing, uh, realistically. So, oh my god. <laughs> so you go ahead. And you kind of like pick it up and you put it underneath your arm and you guys start walking. So in the middle of town. Uh, not too far off from the town square is the Running Goblin Tavern. And it's a pretty nice tavern. It looks 
like it looks like it has like two or three floors to it where like has a lot of rooms uh on the cover is a smiling dwarf with like an eye patch over his head uh giving you a thumbs up and and like he's giving a thumbs up with one hand and his other hand he has a goblin in a chokehold and that's like the store's logo and he's just like you feel like he's giving you a wink because winking eyes behind the eye patch he's holding a thumbs up uh so you guys walk in right now since it's just about midday uh there's some people in there like eating dinner cheering armos is there and he's kind of like having like a silent quiet breakdown to himself still trying to process in his whole head what he's been going through uh but he's sitting at a table by himself he has a couple empty glasses you know he's running his hair running his hand through like his jet black hair and things like that and uh you guys walk to the bar and behind the bar you see a dwarf and the dwarf is like preparing drinks cleaning some glasses he has an eye patch he looks just like the guy choke holding a goblin out in the front you would assume that he's the owner matter of fact but he's wearing like that standard bar but uh like that bar outfit uh but right now his back is to you he's just like cleaning some glasses so how far is armos like if i assume like the bar is on the back wall or something yeah so the so if you want me to give you like a layout um this place is like kind of popular like this is you get the sense that this is the place to be on a friday night like you could dance here so it's a buffalo wild the wings better, on a it's, friday it's night it's like buffalo wild wings on the ground floor with a dave and busters right above it you know what i'm saying yeah i'm sitting there with my head in my hands i'm freaking out talking to reginald and then reginald all of a sudden's like this this is the these are the two and as I look, I see the most juxtaposed people walk up into the bar, and it's this eight-foot mountain as he's carrying a cart and this little child that I think at the time. <laughs> so Reginald is, like, looking over at this two, two weird uh, things that just happened to walk in. He's like, that's the weirdest couple I've ever seen in my life. I agree with him. I'm like, I, dude, I've never seen anything like that. We gotta talk to these guys. What's that little horse? I've never seen such a tiny horse before. Then again, I've only ever been here for a week and I've seen a bunch of horse, but I haven't seen a horse that tiny. We look at each other, we agree on the first topic that we've ever agreed on. That we need to talk to these two people. <laughs> while, while they're talking over there, I, I didn't realize, you know, you should just park a cart outside. So I, I go up to the bar and I, I put the cart in between two seats. I like push two seats aside. I, uh, I lift myself up onto the cart that's, you know, it's a little lower, but then from there, go to the, the stool and I go over the barkeep. Hey, uh, hey, barkeep, I got a cart here. Where do I, where's your cart room? So turns around is the dwarf behind the bar. He goes, aye, so you need a place for your cart. Did you bring the bloody cart into the town? What is wrong with it? He's like, where, where'd you go? Who's that? He looks up at the tall guy. Why'd you bring your cart in here, sir? This is, aye, this is be, this be crazy. Why'd you bring your cart in here? He's looking up at Jarrell. I honestly don't really know why I brought it in. I just kind of figured it was so small and so puny hey, um, that it, uh, it could just here. fit anywhere in here. Aye, I, I, I'm the one that brought the cart, not this guy. He's looking down, he's looking around and he uh, finally notices Menace. Uh, so he like he leans over the bar like he got one one elbow on the bar top and like the other one's like helping himself lean over. He's like, "Hi, I've never seen someone like you before. What is your name, little lad?" I'm Menace. You you must have seen plenty of me. Don't lie. You can you you can tell when a minotaur when a minotaur walks into your bar. I mean, I've seen <laughs> lions in suits, but I've never seen such a tiny a minotaur. <laughs> 
He's so, uh, the dwarf is looking at you. He's like, well, first of all, this, we have a no cart in the room policy. We don't allow carts inside the building. What do you mean? Back at home, we, we, I put my cart everywhere. Listen, listen, I need you to turn your, need, need to turn yourself around. You need to hoof it out of here and make sure you park the cart in the designated cart spot. We have a whole, we have a whole bond for this. You, which I feel like you might actually fit in, cow? Are you a cow? What are you? I've never seen someone. He's like a little horse, man. Ah, well, I'm not a, no, I'm not, I'm not a horse. I, I'm a minotaur. Oh, <laughs> Completely different minotaur. things. I've never seen a baby minotaur. You're so well-spoken. No, I'm you? not a, I'm not a baby. I'm, 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 a, I'm an adult. Oh. I'm 22 years old. Thank you very much. Okay. He looks back at Drell. He's like, are you, this is like charity work? Did, uh, did, uh, you try to get some hours here or something? Is this like a big brother program I didn't know about in Gilo? What's, what's going on here? He fella? just kind of like shrugs his shoulders at the barkeeper. He's like, I just met him. He's like, hey, well, you know what? I've seen a lot weirder for a lot less. I'll give you that. So welcome to the Running Goblin today. Uh, you go out and you park your cart where it fucking belongs. Neanderthal. Uh, you run back in and he's like, so lads, how can I help you today? He's tapping his fingers on the bar. Do you guys want a drink? Maybe some food? Uh, my friend here. Uh, what's your name? My name is Drell. Aha, uh -huh, yes. Uh, Drell. I take it your name is Menace. Nobody's guessed my name so quickly before. Well, you just said it. You must be a smart one. <laughs> I'm going to buy this man a beer. How much are the beers? If you want a beer, how big are the beers? Okay, let's get two beers back on the table. Hi, laddie. Hey, Lulu, can I get two beers? Normal minotaur size for me. As they're deciding the price of the thing, I step in and I'm like, you guys need beers? Hang on a second. I got you. I got 10 gold pieces burning a hole in my pocket. This one's on me. Tell me your story is all you have to do. Uh, Reginald is on your shoulder, which is kind of like a normal uh, namesake now. He kind of just chills on your shoulder when you're walking around. Reginald looks at you. He goes, wait, you buying these guys a drink now? What's going on here? Is this really how you want to intercept? You're not weird at all. I've, I've, this is not common decency. You should bring him like a limb or something. Or maybe, I don't know, a carrot. You got carrots? You got carrots almost? Look, hey. Listen, if you're going to buy him a drink, at least get your buddy a carrot. You know what I'm we, saying? We got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. So at that moment, when you talk back to him, they just see you talking, like, just talking at your shoulder. Reginald, the the rabbit, you guys can't see him for whatever reason. All right, cool. Because I was, I was like, wait, this guy's just blatantly talking to a fucking bunny right in hey, front He's of talking <laughs> to himself. Yeah. I love that. So we just think this guy's fucking nuts. So you know what, bartender? This one's on me. I got this. These are the two most interesting people. I got to hear their story. So first, Drell goes, awesome. <laughs> and he pulls out this, like, fucking, uh, in, like, huge barrel. And he just hands it to the barkeep. And he goes, please fill this for me. <laughs> All right, a takeaway. I like your style. He grabs the barrel. He hugs the barrel. He's like, I'll fill this up with my finest ale, if you don't mind. If since he's paying for it. <laughs> he, he hops off his little stool and he goes to the back. And I pull out I pull out a tankard. And I, I pull it out and I, like, lift it up and put it on the table. I'm like, oh, hey. Uh, uh, you, Mr. Uh, uh, red horned, red looking person. I'm, uh, my name's Armos. Armos. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're welcome to, to partake as well. You know what? And then I whisper to the rabbit. I'm like, you know what? Hey, one got a lot. One got not very much. The thimble versus the, the keg. I think we evened out on this. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm like, Armos, do you need a... Do you need a tankard? I, I lift up like a sippy cup looking tankard. The, the bunny like looks back over to uh, Armos. He's like, you trying to 
group up with these guys or are you trying to bang them? Maybe both. Who knows? I judge it. I literally come from a place of, you know, blooded despair. But hey, listen, that's a different walks of life. You know what I'm saying? Almost, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, I kill people. Um, you, you know, I guess you. I get you. I really do. But uh, at that moment, the bartender comes back. He slams the giant barrel of ale, uh, Drell's barrel of ale. Boom. She goes, there you go. Topped it off with the finest other wine we got. You're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. A busty dwarven bartender comes out and she gives you some glasses and a pitcher of ale to split between, you know, some drinks. Ooh. Like, all right, I'll just be a few silver for my off. That'll be a few silver. Seven silver, please. Thank you. Right here. Taps the table. Uh, uh, gentlemen, can I interest you in a room? Almost. I know you've been here for a few days. It's kind of wearing on my patience over here. It's said a night. You've been here for three. So what's going on here? Buddy? I mean, you got to air my shit out there. I'm trying to talk to my friends. Look, you have a nice guy. Almost. You're Here's one nice gold for everything. Get the fuck out of here. The bartender scoops up the gold. He's like, thank you for the tip and payment on your room. Finally, he hops off. Yeah. Goes back. Oh, is that, wait, do you gentlemen need a room by any chance? I will. Yes, I will need one with your largest bed in preference, please. All right. You got the room that could probably sleep a cow. Looks at uh, Menace. It'll probably fit like four of him. <laughs> he points at him. Uh, he gives you, he's like, all right, go ahead. It's on the second floor. Two rooms to your right. Do you gentlemen need one? He points at um, Armos and Minus. It's like, you want to stay in the stable, young lad? Looks at Minus. I, I, I look him directly in the eyes. A tear drops out of my my left eye. I'm like, you would let me stay in your stable? I, 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 all pets stay in the stable. All pets stay in the stable. But you look like you're not a pet. But I reach out an olive branch and I'm like, hey, do you have a uh, a sleeping sleeping bag? Cause if so, you can sleep on the uh, the floor <gasps> in the. I get a sleeping bag too. <laughs> I get really excited. Uh, tears uh, uh, going down my <laughs> cheek because I've never had such nice sleeping quarters, even at my own home. What is Minus used to at his own house? Damn. Um, Rocks. My dad like gave me like hay on a on in a cave. <laughs> I think you have a bed. You have a bedroll in your inventory, right? Full disclosure, right? Um, my mom made it for me when I left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those mother toys. Okay. You know what? You get that bedroll, bud, and we're gonna be we're gonna be bunk mates. Don't let him we're fool gonna... you. Minus had a, a, a race car hay bed. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. And it talked to other hay race was cars. It yeah, Did you it was use red. it to talk to other race cars? Though? Absolutely. <laughs> no, he's just fooling you. Um <laughs> So he's like, all right, all right, laddies, go get go get settled in your room, go put away your things. You know how this works. You've been in a tavern before, maybe. Okay, so uh here's the deal. You guys want the, some food, we're gonna laying out a nice buffet in about an hour or so. Uh, we got a bit of an event here happening later tonight, all right, lads? I look around the room to see if there are any other empty tables away from this board. Okay, great. So when you look around the tavern, uh, go ahead and just give me uh, an uh, insight check. Everyone or just him? Um, yeah, everybody. Can I got 12. That's a 14. Insight? <laughs> I got a 13. I got a 3. 13, 14. I mean, there's not really much to see, uh, but you see like it's entering the evening, like the sun's about to go down as people start to pour in, but there are plenty of tables. But what you do notice is that the tables look like they actually have a pattern rather than just like a uh, table here, table over there. They look like uh, they cleared the center of the room and pushed some of the tables to the side 
Um, and then along like one of the further walls, they laid out a, a long table. It looks like there's a bunch of like cutlery, some spoons, empty mugs that there's some uh, waiters tending to. It looks like they're about to lay out a giant feast of food there. So you definitely could find a table like away from the bar, but people are starting to come in because you know everyone's winding down for the day. And it looks like they're trying to also partake in this event. But you could definitely, by the time you go put your stuff away in the room, you can definitely go settle and then come back and grab a table for yourselves. Okay, then I definitely want to ask. I go, so uh, what's going on here? What are what are they doing tonight? He goes, uh, a good friend of mine uh, recently just, uh, he turned up dead. Uh, Barry Weinstead, a uh, great, great friend of mine. What a great dwarf he was. He was, uh, grew up together. So uh, he recently passed and uh, his body was found, mangled. Uh, looks like he was attacked in the middle of a trade route coming back to town and uh, Tonight, we're just having like a remembrance of him. Uh, but you know, all, as all dwarves do, we must celebrate with, with laughs and joy and remember the life he had and not the one he's going to miss. Drell bought a room from you, right, already? Uh, well, with one gold, yeah, you can definitely get a room, yeah. With one, one gold, will take you a long way uh, this town. Yeah. Cool. I'll go ahead and throw you the coin and then um, go up to the okay. room. So you guys go settle in your rooms. Minus follows uh, Armos, right? So yeah. So you guys go up to your room. He's settling in. So Minus and Armos are in one room. Minus is sleeping on a bedroll and he thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. Drell's set settling in this huge abnormal bed that just seems slightly below normal size to him. When he lays down in it, it's definitely wide enough, but it's not long enough. So like his feet kind of like dangling off the edge <laughs> and could probably touch the ground because how, how tall are you? You're like eight feet? Eight feet, exactly, yeah. Dude. It, it is eight feet, yeah. So like your feet are hanging off the bed and the blanket doesn't fully cover him. I fucking love that. So Drell is definitely going to, he's gonna he's gonna go for it. So he's gonna take off his chain mail and he's gonna uh, leave his great ax in his room. So the only things he's actually going down with, he's gonna actually put the cloak back on to hide his two hand axes and his dagger behind him. So he has like a little slit, like on the back of his belt, this slides in the dagger, and then the hand axes kind of hang by his hips. So Drell leaves his room and heads down and claims a table for himself. We're still in the room, correct? Yes. Welcome, buddy. This is my room I've been accommodating. Look, set up wherever you want. There's lots of room for you. I don't know if you noticed, there's just this bed, but you know what? I think you can manage. I think you can manage. As always, I scamper up to him after I put my stuff down. And I look, I look at him. I like try and tippy toe to get like face to face, but I'm like at his belly button. I look up at him. I go, hey, Armos, would you, um, we shared a beer, right? That's right, buddy. It was a good beer, right? It wasn't the best, but you know what? I, I agree, I'll, I'll agree, yes, but it, it was, was like. I'll say it was. The, the sentimental value of the beer was, was in this case it was it was right right would um um and i twiddle my thumbs would, um uh, uh I, I don't know if this is a weird question but would that make us um would that make us uh uh, uh what's oh, what's that word it starts with an f uh, friends are you uh, looking yeah, for friends? yeah oh my we're, gosh that's the word we're so friends look we're about to be the best of friends oh Here's what you gotta do, buddy. Armos, you're gonna be friends with this guy. He smells like hey. I want to hey, 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 hey. Ask look, if he's got some let hay. Me... Ask if he has hay on him. Ask him if he has hay on him. He smells like hay. Okay, Armos. obviously he does. Look. I'm looking around the room like the fuck? Who's he talking to? He knows you know he does, right? Obviously. I know, but I can't see it. I'm confused. I'm gonna have to grow some 
fucking grass in the back, okay, for him to graze on. We obviously know this dude's got some hair. Uh, but, we don't. We don't just eat grass, <laughs> but uh. But here's the deal, okay? So it's good. We're good. We're good. Don't worry. You asked us to do this. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. Reginald jumps down from your shoulder and is circling Menace and just like sniffing him. Menace. Hey, you pick wherever you want, buddy. Okay? It's all on you. You get to pick wherever you want. Right? In this small two by four feet area. But, you know, you don't know what this is, but do you know Tetris? You know, you could be like a, a long shape. Um, you could be like a, you know, a half shape. I'm not sure what uh I'm not sure what this Tetris is you speak of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you just give me one second, I'll be back with you. I go over and I write on my parchment paper. Today I made a friend. I'm very excited. And I'm I'm crying on the on the paper. I'm, I'm I, like, I, I'm like, I see him crying and I was like, okay, he's, he needs a moment, we're gonna leave. And as I sneak out the room, I'm like, Reginald, you sure this guy? You picked him out, you bought him drinks. I mean, you were curious about these people. This was your band of misfits. I mean, I've never seen a tiny cow before. I'm actually, I, I mean, I haven't seen, seen a, I, 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 I haven't seen a cow. First, I, first, I, I haven't seen this giant dude. I, the other day. I just don't know. All right, whatever. Whatever, we're doing it. Almost. He scabbers back up to your shoulder. You want to know what, ha what happened the other day, right? Yeah. You want to know what happened? Okay. I yeah. want to get the fuck back home. I mean. And uh, we need something to do that and i'm not really sure but whatever you use to recreate that sigil to open up that rift okay i need you to do that again i'm not quite sure how you did it because it's usually just an exit for us uh but the fact that you were able to open one is quite baffling and i need you to redo that you think you can redo that uh i'm not gonna lie i was at my best self at that point that was my best self i'm not there right <laughs> oh god. I, I know that you're a bunny-ish thing. I'm a great mighty demon from Hell's Army. You keep saying that, and you know what? I I remember that bloody room, but I just can't remember you doing anything spectacular, you know? Armos, 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 look at yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting hungry. Oh. What does that mean? Yeah, Hang on. Food, do you have grass? You have any hay pellets? I need pellets. I need a carrot. I got. I don't know why I want a carrot, but I really want. A I got carrot. a fucking cow in the room. Do I need to go ask him for some fucking hay? Like, what do you got to do? Almost, almost. He grabs you by his little bunny paws by the collar. He pulls you close. That would be fantastic. I feel awkward as shit. I, as I like know that I'm disturbing this poor little cow's fucking just zen of a moment of meeting a new friend. I'm like, hey, buddy. So, if I wanted to get into some hay, that sounds like such like a like <laughs> college party question. Like kids asking for yeah. drugs. They're like, so exactly. if I wanted to get into a little bit of quote unquote hey. hay, yes. Do you have any? Uh, do you know where I'd find that? I've just finished writing down in my in my little diary <laughs> parchment. I look I can't. I look over my shoulder. I go, you, uh, <coughs> you, uh, you want some hay? Yes, 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 almost good hay. He's like, see this. Say if we did, where would one find said hay? I scamper over to the door. I look over to make sure nobody's there. I look over the window. Nobody's, uh, nobody's looking, uh, in through the window. I, I, I go, come here. Hey, 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 come here. Wait, wait, were you talking about hay? Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That's what yeah, I get want. Get in, get in, get in. Yeah, yeah, I close yeah. the door. Get in uh, here. Well, okay. I pull out my rations. I got 20 rations. I'm like, <laughs> All right, I don't normally do this, but since you're my uh, 
<laughs> friend. I'll, 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 give, I'll give you some hay. I'll, uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you some hay. This, this, uh, listen, my mom... Uh, my friend made this. My other friend, because I have lots of friends. My friend made this for me. It's say the your mom. best hay. Hang on. Hold on. Okay, ever... whatever. You know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, my friend. That's, why, yeah, that's exactly what mm -hmm. I said. My friend made mm -hmm. this for me. Mm -hmm. uh, best hay you've ever had. Here you go. All yours. I gave him one of my rations. <laughs> Bro, you put something like in your pocket because like you don't want to just see hay randomly disappearing into nothing because nobody can really see this rabbit that's on your shoulder. Yeah. So, okay. So you guys are in a room. You kind of like settled in. Um, I'm assuming you guys go downstairs now. So Armos and Minis leave the, leave the tavern room and start heading downstairs. And they see Drell uh, sitting by himself at a table. Uh, he looks quite large for the table. As you can see that Maybe this tavern doesn't see a lot of giant folk around here. So these tables are really proportioned, but it's a, it's a good size. It's a good size. I pronounce loudly. Hey, you look a little uh, like you shouldn't be here. You look a little disproportionate. What's going on, buddy? How are you? It's good to see you again. Wait, you yelled yeah. that? Yeah, I make it pronounced to make you feel awkward, but at the same time, make you feel like you have to talk to me. I'm literally standing there like, uh... <laughs> I have my, I have like my cloak hood up. I'm sitting in the corner, corner like Aragon style. And I just blatantly ignore this guy. <laughs> and I just like keep drinking my, my, my ale. I feel this introvert feeling very, uh, emo. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to this guy. And loudly, I keep talking to him. Hey, buddy. You giant fucking turd. Okay, I grab I grab his cloak. I grab Armos' cloak and yeah, pull yeah. him over for a second. Okay, okay. Like, yes. hey, uh, Armos. Yes, um, one, one oddly statured um, thing talking here. Uh, mm -hmm. we, 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 uh, we don't exactly like it when you, you know, uh, shout mm -hmm. to the room about our size, mm -hmm. uh, especially when, and I look around the room, Eyeing up all the patrons of this fine establishment. The, uh, ta the tavern is filled of like humans. There's some half elves there, uh, dwarves. Look, bud. Hey, look, mini Minitar. Shall we call you that? What did you call me? You know, uh, I, I, mean, I, I start to get angry. What, what did you call me? Uh, I, I, I said, sir. Before that, Tar. Reginald just uh, taps on Armos and shows you're doing a great job here, bud. You yeah, yeah. Friends at a rapid pace. Thanks, bud. And I finger guns towards him. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm gonna, I'm going to let this one slide. Here's okay. what's happening. Here's what's happening. Okay, <laughs> you, me, and that guy are easily the biggest question marks in this entire place. We need to have a conversation. I'm a tiefling. Then sit down and shut up place goes to like a little bit of a lull like they just they're just watching this argument happen from across the tavern uh duncan <laughs> the bartender uh the bar owner's just kind of looking over it's like all right everybody all right here we go okay everyone back to normal others are here hits his hands and people just start talking again so drill is actually right now he's drinking out of a a specific chalice it looks like it's made out of gold with a few gems around it um and it was pretty much one of the last possessions that he's had from his parents because his parents died when he's really young he was raised by dory and this chalice is one of the last few possessions 
that he knows that belong to his his father, uh, Brax. Drell with two L's, Brax with two X's. But yeah, so anyways, you guys sit down and, and he kind of like looks up and goes, so you want to have a conversation then? At, at, like looking at uh, Armos. At that moment, you hear Duncan come out from the bar. He goes, all right, everybody, shut your mouth holes. Shut your mouth holes. Comes out to the middle of the room. He's like, all right, everybody, settle down. It's on the bar. He takes a giant box. He uses it as a stool. We see him climb up. Oh, man, I have a box like that at home. <laughs> He's like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, tonight's a sad night. We all know why we're here. You guys start to look around the room, and you see that the ratio, uh, it, there's humans, there's half-elves, but there seems to be a little more uh, dwarves in the mix than not, not that it's weird or anything, but you definitely see more dwarves in the mix. And in, in closer to the center of the room, you see a group of dwarves that look particularly sad, uh, sadder than everybody else in the room. You notice that there's like definitely a tone going on. Forgetting everything about social norms, I yell for the beer. Duncan looks over and he's like, lad, lad, I know you first time in a bar, first time for everything, but I'm gonna need you to simmer down just a minute. I give him the confidence. I give him the confidence. Finger guns. I saw him finger <laughs> guns earlier. I'm I'm fucking with it, and I fucking take it so back and give it to him. Give everyone give me a perception check. Oh god. <laughs> I was gonna say so. Drell's like the one guy that actually knows how to read. Yeah. The room. I got a perfect so twenty. I assume you got a perfect twenty. Okay, so with a knack twenty. Uh, Ooh. so when it comes to perception Woo. checks, you notice that in the center of the room, there is a bunch of sad dwarves, but you notice there's a woman and her son that are on the verge of tears. Like they are very upset at looking at Duncan and looking at you guys. And they're like feeling insulted because there was something supposed to be going on. And you feel like they're the focal point, but you are well aware of the sorrow that's emanating from them. So in between me doing finger guns to, uh, menace. I realize this and I slowly stop and point to the tragedy that's obviously going on. Yeah, I was going to say out of the three, Drell definitely is the one that knows how to read the room. And I assume Minus like stood up on the seat when he oh, said that. And Drell's kind of just grabbed him by the shoulder and is like <laughs> starting to lower him back down, like just ever so slightly. Read the room. I put my hood back on. I immediately <laughs> put my hood back on. Duncan, um, you know, licks his lips for a second. By now, we all know the sad fate of Barry. Barry was truly, truly a great man. He was a funny dwarf, an honest dwarf, an earnest dwarf, and he was as dense as he was loyal. A loving father, an honest husband, and a mighty friend. As he speaks, you can start to see that the room definitely gets into a somber moment and everyone's silent looking down and remembering. So we're here today to remember Barry's life and to celebrate Barry's life. We all know Barry Weinstead. He was one of the local merchants in the town and he always found the best wine to bring to us. If it wasn't for Barry, we wouldn't have the stock here at the Running Goblin that you are enjoying to this very day. Barry was very liked. While he's speaking, you hear uh, he's saying some more kind words about Barry. His uh, There's a woman and child that starts to cry more and more. He's like, it's a terrible fate that he was jumped by those goddamn bugbears 
that keep plaguing this town and they, Barry was just in the, they did him wrong and those bugbears will have their day, I assure you. But it's just not right leaving widowed Lula and Bushwick without a father. It's very sad and uh, people bow their heads. It's like, we want, we want to invite anybody to say a few words about Barry and people start getting up and Duncan jumps off the stool and people start coming to the room and start saying some words. I need, uh, while people are saying words like about how nice Barry was, what they may have done for him, uh, I need everyone to give me a perception check. Ah, oh, you motherfucker. 16. I don't want to talk. I don't want to. I don't even want to say. Oh, an, an actual one. How do I go? <laughs> look at this. How do I go from a 20 to a 1? I got a 2. <laughs> Minus, you look over back at the woman and the sad child. Behind the child, you see a tiny slit. You don't, you're not sure what you're seeing. It's like as if you're looking at a squiggly at the corner of your eye, you know, when you like you rub your eye really hard, as if it was in the middle of thin air, appear behind Bushwick, the child in the center of the room. But no one else seems to notice this rift but you. And within a swift second, the rift opens up ever so slightly with this red energy coming emitting from it, and this giant claw-like hand just snatches him. It just rips him from the very spot he was in without a sound that closes up. This has happened within four seconds that you don't even believe what you saw, but he just, it's as if the child just disappeared without a trace. Yeah, yeah, guys, did you, what, did you what see that? guy? What, what's up? Uh, there was, there, uh, um, a, a portal, is that what it's called? A portal just opened us, it was like a, a tall, skinny portal Wait. opened up in the middle of the room. Wait. Explain it. There was a kid just there, a kid, and now now he's gone. He got, it was like an arm pulled him pulled, pulled him pulled him into the portal. Bushwick, Bushwick, where are you, Bushwick? Bush, where should go, Bushwick? The mother of Bushwick Lula is starts freaking out. It's like Bushwick, where's Bushwick? Uh, people start quieting down and they're looking towards the center of the room and they're looking at Lula, who's already seems heartbroken from the fact that this is her husband's funeral. Um, and he's just looking around. He's like looking on the tables. Bushwick, where are you, Bushwick? And Duncan runs over. He goes, Lula, Lula, what's wrong? What's wrong? He's like, Bushwick, I can't, I can't find Bushwick. Where he? It's not like in the runoff like this. She's just trying to grasp anything. She just doesn't see him. Everyone's like, everybody, everybody calm down. I'm sure he hasn't gone far. I'm sure he hasn't gone far. Maybe just, did he happen to go to bed? I was like, no, no, Bushwick would never leave my side. He's only eight. Uh, he would never leave my side. He's like, she's like freaking out. She has like that motherly sense that something is terribly wrong. So can I roll a history check off what Minis told us at the table to see what it like, if it resembles any stories that I've heard, like growing up in the volcano? Yes. So you can make this history check. However, I'm giving it a high DC for what happened. Oh, fuck. I'm already rolling it a minus one. So to know this role, to know this role, Drell, only Drell, uh, you are going to have to make with disadvantage a DC 20. Yep, I rolled the 11. So ah. Okay, so you roll an 11. So you can roll again, but uh, you, you have no clue. I'm intrigued, but not amused by what Menace is talking about. I'm like, I tell him to explain a little bit more because I don't believe what he's, what he's saying because it doesn't, it's too good to be true that it's the same to what I'm saying. While you're talking to Menace and he's trying to relay the information from what he saw at disbelief, Menace, go ahead and give me an inside check for me. All right, so I got a 17. 
you got a 17. So you're able to articulate what happened. And from what you saw from your perspective is as if there was as if there was a little ripple in reality ever so lightly, ever so slight with red energy uh, coming from inside of it. And then in an instant, it opened up really quick, a giant muscle like claw snatched the kid like as if like it grabbed the top of his head and pulled him into the rift instantaneously he just went in and as soon as he went in it just sealed shut it was the fact that you caught it it was like you don't believe your eyes you're in disbelief okay listen to me and i grab his pants ah i saw this red glow uh, a, a red glow around this portal right you got my you got my attention and this muscly veiny arm just reached out and grabbed this kid. Yeah? I don't know if it was magic or what, but something is going wrong here. The table you're at, uh, a couple of dwarves and uh, human folk come out to you guys. It's like, hey, did you see anything? Did you see where Bushwick went? They kind of like swarming the table a little bit. Not swarming you, but they kind of approach the table. Like, well, what's going on here? Well, have you guys seen Bushwick, little dwarven kid? I didn't see anything. I'm trying to shoo them away, but it's not It's not working. Why, why are you shooing us away? They're looking at you. So because you, you're a tiefling, they're looking at you very weird. It's like, where's Bushwick? Why are you shooting us away? What are you doing? Don't put your hands in my face. Get your hands out of my face. One of the dwarves like try to get up on the chair. It's like, get your hands out of my face. Where's Bushwick? I hop down, okay? I like jump down onto the floor and I look up at these guys. I go right up to him, like nose to belly. I look up at him. I'm like, hey, has anything weird been going on in this place? Lately, it's like Tyler. We come here to eat. We're just trying. We, we, we just want to know what Bushwick is. As we need to, we need to search. We need to search. Hey, check around the tavern. No, 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 no. You don't need to search. He's gone. What? Duncan comes up. He overhears, and Duncan walks up. What do you mean he's gone, lad? Where did he go? All right, listen. I I know none of you are gonna believe me, but something snatched him out out of a portal. I swear. What? I listen intently. But don't say anything. I swear to Sif, something just grabbed that child out of thin air, out of a portal. I can't describe it. I make direct eye contact with Reginald, wherever the fuck he is. He's looking at you intently, but he's he does, Reginald doesn't say anything. He actually, Reginald has like a blank expression right now. Have you ever had any other people go missing recently? Well, so Duncan looks over to Drell and goes, yeah, people go missing all the time. Uh, so we've been dealing with these bugbear attacks that have been like killing people, you know, attacking people on the trade routes, people leaving and entering. Hell, they even attack the town from time to time. Do you know where they live? You know, we don't know the exact encampment because we don't have a lot of people venturing out to go fight bugbears, but they're... We, they always seem to come from the north from what our scouts have found uh, from the town's guard. But I, what was it the bugbears have to do with Bushwick? Uh, excuse me. You said bugbears? Yes, bugbears. Bug and fucking bears. Okay, so go ahead and give me a history, uh, an intelligence check, everyone. Yeah, well, specifically Armos. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, fuck. Are you ready for this big-ass number? Five. <laughs> By the gods, you don't know what a bugbear is. So, Drell, what I'm a bugbear no is, and maybe you could explain it to him. Uh, a bugbear is kind of like a humanoid creature. It, it's not an actual bug or a bear, but it's kind of like uh, something in the goblin type family. So they're about like six feet tall. They, they kind of 
work like orcs and goblins a little bit they kind of have like you know gnarled teeth and stuff like that fur covers their private parts they're very hairy uh which is why they call like you know they call bug bears i'm really glad that fur covers the private parts that's good that's good so drell just heard the word bug bears and he's just immediately like another beast i can fucking kill like he honestly doesn't give a fuck about this kid that just went missing five seconds ago he just wants to like go on to the next fucking uh okay he wants to go on to like the the very next trophy he can conquer so with the uh inside check that I had earlier i describe to these guys in in, in vigorous detail because i'm so hyped up about the the muscular arm the way it looked and I asked them if they've ever seen anything like this portal. Uh, no, we've never seen any type of portal around here. It's really weird. We don't get much magic folk coming through here. Really? Um, well, not one opening portals in the middle of taverns and taking children. No, I like, listen, you got to get your eyes straight. Okay. So go ahead and give a persuasion check to see if he believes your story. Ah, uh, sure. Ooh, that's a 12. Respectable 12. Persuasion. Yeah, just 12. Just 12. Just 12. Okay, he doesn't believe you. Uh, he's like, I like, okay, portal, sure. Okay, maybe, all right, this, he, he's clearly had too much to drink, this little guy. So we got, okay. So you see that, like, people are getting together, and they're trying to find Bushwick to check in rooms and things like that. And they're just kind of overall, overall worried. Uh, it's about 8 in the afternoon right now, and these people are, like, looking for Bushwick. What are you guys doing now? I have one idea before uh, we go after these bear bugs. I'm hurt, right? They don't believe me. Um, I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, uh, Drell, uh, Armos, do, do either of you know magic? Either of you. That's going to be a no for me, dog. I may know a few things. Can you do something? Can you can you check the room for magic? Can you, can you dispel? Can you? Okay, 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 okay. Give me a second. Hang on. Let me focus. I check for arcana magic within the room. So, uh, Minus is giving you a help action here because he's giving you like, oh, wait, that's actually like a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good idea. So you're going to go ahead and roll an arcana check with a DC 18. Oh, I'm proficient in that, which is intelligence, which is plus two. So that's plus 14 or plus four, which is a 19. You get a 19. Uh, did, was that your highest roll? No, I rolled a 12 and then a 15 plus four. You feel for, although it's fading because it's, it took you some time to get to this point, you definitely feel that there was some type of weird magic that you're familiar with and you get this same sense from Reginald. Ooh. Like what you're feeling for whatever magical presence you feel from Reginald that's emanating off his body. <laughs> you also feel from that point of the room where the child was taken that Minus is pointing out. Oh yeah. When you go to look at the area and like examine the area, you don't see anything. Yo, Reginald, I'm with these bugbears, bud. Let's fucking go get these bugbears. I'm with you, who's with this guy. I'm down. I'm down. I right, get out of here, lad. What's mad with you? And you see Duncan at that moment uh, take another dwarf. Uh, he's like kind of picks him up. He smacks <laughs> him upside the head and kicks him kicks him out of the tavern. He's like, what's wrong with you? Gigi's lost her husband. Now you get an insulted kid. What's the matter with you, man? And the dwarf falls forward. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not the only one here who thought Bushwick was a little shite. And uh, people are, like throwing stuff at him and like uh, he gets booed out. He's like, Lula's crying like crazy. Uh, still look, like doesn't know where her son is. Uh, remembering her dead husband. And Duncan goes over and tries to comfort Lula. 
uh, people are like yelling at this random dwarf that just ins apparently insulted Bushwick. He's heading home. People are kind of settling down. They don't know what to do. They're like looking around for Bushwick, but they just don't find him. Uh, Duncan is talking to Lula and you're over here. It's like, I, I, Lula, listen, listen, you know, I'm sure he's around. Just give him, give him till morning. He can't be far. I mean, has he ever run off before? He's not going to go anyway. He's not going to go too far. I'm sure. You're going to see him home. He's He's got his head on straight. He's going to be a good lad. She's just crying and bawling. It's like, what am I doing? And she's freaking out. She is completely irrational at this point. So I, I look over at uh, Drell. Hey, um, what do you think we should do? They they don't believe us. Maybe, um, maybe we hunt these bugbear things and they, maybe they'll have information. What do you think? I think there's been a lot going on tonight. I think... I definitely need to sleep. I've traveled a really long way from North Trellis. If you guys want to meet up in the morning for breakfast, we can kind of scope the town and see what's going on. But I definitely need to take a rest. You might be right. Listen, I'm going to go talk to this lady before we go to bed. This woman who's just lost her son, see if I can figure anything out. But I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think we just need a night's rest before we figure out what to do next. Joel's like right behind me. So you walk over Lula, she's, she's crying. She's sitting at the table, Duncan's like patting her on the back, trying to comfort her. And she's just like wiping away some tears. Like, I just don't know what I'm gonna do without Bushwick. First, first Barry and now Bushwick. Oh my God. She's, she's crying. Um, excuse me, miss. I'm very sorry about your son. Is there anything you could tell us about your son that might help us find him? Bushwick, he's just a... He's just a tiny lad. He never really leaves in my sight. It's so out of character to just leave me like that. He's never run off before. He just likes to, you know, sit down, play with his toys. Uh, I don't even see his toys around anywhere. Everybody give me an investigation check. That would be uh, 12. Uh, two. <laughs> I don't want to say I got a dirty 20, but I got a dirty 20. 3020. Okay, Ooh. so you look at the floor where they were standing, and underneath the table, you actually find like this like toy train block, like a child's toy. And you go to pick it up, she instantly recognizes, like, that's that's Bushwick's, that's Bushwick's favorite, that's Bushwick's favorite iron train. W what's going on from the Stone Mountains of Iron? Wait, so you just, your child disappeared and you just didn't even look at the ground? I just lost my husband. What right do you mean? <laughs> I've been looking all over the place. I'm I, I'm just saying if my kid disappeared, the last place I would look is where he last was. That's 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 all I'm going to say. How dare you? I've been looking. Yeah, like, Doug is like, hey, hey, laddie, laddie. Cut her some slack, really. She just lost her husband the other day. And now Bushwick Scott. Come on. Yeah, cut her. I, 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 I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's. Hey, that's on me. That's on me. I let Lula listen. So when you guys look at the toy, you notice that it's a little warm. I sniff the toy. It smells foul. <laughs> I left the toy up to Armos. I'm like, <coughs> oh man, smell this. I'm very interested. I give a whiff. Notice that something's very off with this. So it kind of smells like Reginald a little bit. Oh, I my eyes turn bright. I instantly do an arcana check. Fucking <laughs> nine. Nine. Okay, so you look with a nine. You're looking at the toy. You rolled the five. You're smelling it. It kind of smells like Reginald, and you just you just you know where he went, <laughs> or have an idea what happened. I I just give them a look of dread, 
So you give you give uh, Minus and Drell this ominous look as you look at the toy and realize that like something is something bad may have just happened. You also feel that like with your with what you think this might be, you don't think the kid's gonna come back. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your time. I, I appreciate the help. We we will do whatever we can. I know we're new here. Don't to me. He's like, aye, laddie, aye, laddie. Listen, fellas, fellas, we're we're gonna be closing up a little early tonight. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and walk Lula home. And uh, why don't you guys, you know, take a take a doggy bag upstairs, go eat, take some food off the buffet that we laid out. Uh, we had a long night. We're gonna we're gonna close up shop a little early tonight. Yeah, Duncan. If you if you see anything or hear anything, let us know. We're willing to help. Okay. Aye, laddie. Aye. So he uh, takes Lula by the hand. He, she takes the toy back and, uh, you know, starts walking home. So you guys are now in this, like, somewhat empty tavern. It looks like people are, like, kind of catching the hand, packing their stuff up, taking a, you know, a turkey leg to go and uh, walking out. Everybody's clearing out. People who are staying at the tavern start walking up to their rooms. Drill, like like earlier, he looks at the two other two and says, I'm off to bed. Uh, if you guys want, we can meet up in the morning and, and talk. And then he just walks up to his room and goes I get the shit-eating grin on my face that my plan is finally coming together. And I completely agree with it and try to play it off, but it it, it, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. I look over at uh, Armos, and even though I know he's up to something, I kind of smile to myself because I finally found two people for the first time ever that have blindly accepted my weirdness and my... My, you know, my companionship. I look around the room. I look at the area where this boy was. <sighs> One last sniff. Nothing there. I go, hey, Armos, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you tomorrow. Okay, Armos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of doing the high five because he's so far down, we do an air five. But you can tell that it's like I'm fully extended by the time he's like, eh. And I loyally just reach my hand up towards the sky. So you guys turn in. You guys get, you know prepare uh so this would be considered a long rest except for the fact that you hear boom downstairs in the middle of the night you will all awaken to a loud bang from what seems like is happening in the bar area so a few hours have passed and it's about maybe like three four in the morning uh very late into the night you all awaken from your from sleeping and you hear a loud bang crash you hear glasses being broke uh you hear ah you want a fresh one and you just hear like what sounds like a comical boof like a punch hitting something and then you hear like and then uh you hear like some grunts and stuff and what seemed what sounds kind of like a boxing match down below i quickly up and spry ready to go trying to wake our fucking menace up and being like, do you hear what's going on? Why are you, uh, why are you, uh, why are you waking me, man? Oh, what's, ha what's happening? As small as you are, I didn't realize you were such a big sleeper. Wake the f <laughs> I'm like in the middle of the air. He's holding me in the air. I'm like, oh, what? What's, ha what's, happen what's happening? Why, why are you trying to wake Minnesota? up? Reginald's like, oh, we about to have a luau out here. And he's like sniffing the air, he's like, something is amiss. You hear him more like punching sounds like, yeah, you want another one? Yeah, you want a fresh one? I look at Armos. I look at the door. I look at Armos. We're looking back and forth at each other, at the door and, and into each other. And then we look at each other, I'm like, should we go get drill? As he says that, he just hears, <laughs> finally.
and drill just like <laughs> runs downstairs with his chainmail and great axe like already fucking in hand you run downstairs so you're taking the initiative to just run downstairs. i sprint so i you... take a full sprint downstairs <laughs> you run out the door just by looking over the banister you see duncan in a three-piece pajama suit like he's got the pajama pants shirt and long hat that kind of goes down to his feet uh like he just woken up and you see him absolutely obliterating a bugbear in the middle of the tavern floor he's like boom boom he's just delivering blows to the chest and he gives him an uppercut right to his jaw and the bugbear just like hits the floor with a boom he's like all right now where's the rest of you lads i know there's more than one of you there's always more than one of you and uh dung is like all amped up and he's like cracking his knuckles and he's like looking out the window i know there's more than one of you out here and he runs up all right so you you are following so, uh, Armos and Minus, what are you guys doing? Well, we hear this, of course. And so I, I look at him and go, um, Armos, I think, uh, I think it's time to go. Yeah. Should we change out of our PJs or like just run down there? Like, what, well, what do you um, you're going to, you're going to have to, uh, uh, let me down first. Um, this is kind of, it's kind of, oh, am I, high am up. I carrying you or like, what? Well, you're holding me right now, so I'm a little scared. I know. If you could just I put know. me down. I was I could, a little um, terrified. Put, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I didn't I mean just, to. Uh, it was just, just natural reaction. And I'll, it'll be just, fine. Okay, okay. So, okay, here you go. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Okay, okay so I, I get my I get my uh, my axes and my sling and my backpack, and I, I run downstairs. So you run downstairs. You see Drell making his way towards the door. Are you all following Drell? <laughs> Drell! <laughs> I yell at him. Do you need help? He looks back. He goes, come on, little horse. Let's have some fun. <laughs> okay, mountain man. At this point, you do hear, like, yells and screams. Uh, from the distance, you hear, they breached the wall! They breached the wall! And you hear, like, horns, and there's, like, bells ringing and stuff, trying to alert the town that it's being attacked. Uh, so you guys now make it outside, and you see Duncan now squaring up with another bugbear looking up at him. He delivers, like, a swift kick and another punch to the chest. He's like, hey, laddie, come on, you want another one? And there's a few guards, like, scrambling, trying to find, like, where the commotion is, and in front of you you walk out of the tavern to your right you see duncan and you see about two and three bugbears i'm gonna need everybody to roll initiative Ooh, that's what i've been waiting for that's a six that's also a six i got that's a six. a six and hold on no way what kind of roll are we doing initiative so it's initiative. you add oh fuck okay just six so we all got a six what did we all get a six? Our no. first fight together, we all got a six. Do we re-roll? Do we go in age? No, I think we'd go in position, right? Because I'm closer. <laughs> or shorter stature, I think. Shorter uh, stature. Yeah, We're yeah, all yeah. trying we to go first. Like... <laughs> that makes me so happy. So he uh, he's looking at the bugbear. He takes a step back, winds up a kick, kicks him right in the chest, doing eight points of damage to the bugbear. The bugbear staggers back a little bit and charges back at him. He goes to swing, horribly misses, horribly misses Duncan. There's two bugbears behind him. They notice you guys. One bugbear is gonna run after Drell because he's so large in stature. Runs up to him and goes to swing. Does a 16 hit? It does not, no. Yeah, he swings like, uh, the bugbear's like, <laughs> with the third bugbear sees uh, Menace and Armos kind of just leaving the tavern. He kind of locks eyes with them, runs up, and ignoring Minus, he just goes straight for Armos. He goes to swing. He gets a nat fucking 20. <laughs> he gets a nat 20. Um, that definitely hits. 
Ha! He just fucking whoops, 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 and he's just like kind of bonking you in the body. You take four points of damage. Damn. That was double damage. Yeah, because he crit. That was yeah. double, double damage. damage, yeah. So are we next? Are we next? So yes. So now it's um Do we re-roll or no, you all go to six, you decide who goes. Uh let's go with Oh Drell. I think Drell should go first. Yeah. Because he ran out there first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll go first. And I will just straight on attack the guy who tried to attack me. And that is a 10. Ah, uh, miss. So you go to swing. Oh, shit, he goes. <laughs> big mad, big miss. As I see the biggest miss in the first action of my entire life, I'm just like, you're with him. So my, my buddy's just been hit. And this is my new friend. You know, I've never had a friend like this before who's given me shelter. Let me sleep next to him. You can almost say you got a friend in, in you. So I yell. Get away from Armos and I thinking I'm a big minotaur. I I headbutt the shit out of his dick. I aim for his groin. Excuse me, what? Oh shit. Oh shit. And that's a 17. Oh, that hits. Alright, so you're you're hitting him in the net. Alright, so you you do bludgeoning damage. Uh yeah. how much damage do you do? Uh D6. Yeah, so what what did you roll? Ooh, that's a six. That oh boy. Wait, what die did you roll? I rolled a d6, but I have a that plus one with strength. D6. That's not a d6, it's a d8. Oh, you're right. D6 is this normal <laughs> a die. A d6 is a normal yeah. die, bro. <laughs> oh my god, I rolled oh, a two. <laughs> that's going in the podcast. <laughs> so you just go, <laughs> you just headbutt this fucking bug band today. And he's like holding his, uh, he's like holding his. God damn it, why is everyone keep hitting me? <laughs> is he like, I, what kind of guys punch each other in the dick, man? Armos, it's your turn. What are you doing? I'm going to cast a spell. Uh, I would like to zap some people with my spells and hopefully save my new found friends. Okay, so you're you're going to cast, what spell are you casting? Uh, I'm just going to do like a, a normal spell just because like, I kind of like them, but like, I don't like them that much. You know what I mean? Like, it's really not that serious, but I'm going to go with Okay, my... I don't know what a normal spell is. What spell are you casting? Uh, I'm going to do my Ehrlich Blast. Okay, so it's 120 feet. I don't know if you know this. I just need one hand free to be able to mimic this thing. So, are you ready? Yeah, roll it. Build up, build up, build up. 18. So, you reach out your hand. <laughs> roll for damage. You definitely hit him as you hit him. Okay, the... so I need to roll a 1d10. And that is the the damage, and it's an eight. So you shoot like a bolt of force, and boom, he just gets hit in the dick. Oh, he just got the two piece to him. Okay, he's he's looking a little damaged. He's looking a little damaged, but he you know he still got some fight. Duncan cracks his knuckles. All right, it's his turn again. Duncan cracks his knuckles, does like a Donkey Kong wind up. He's like, yeah, you want some of this? You want some adobo on that? Boom, rolls the hit. Nat fucking twenty on that, that. boy, shit. Duncan. Boom. We're all yelling for him, hyping him up. Duncan! Holy shit. He did. He rolled a 10 double. I knew I liked this guy. Completely. Just boom. Little double on that one. Guy goes flying back as his face gets almost concaved in. He breaks his fucking. He, like, he jumps up, gives him that Donkey Kong punch, breaks his skull. Like you see a little Mortal Kombat animation of his skull just cracking in a little bit, and the bugbear just drops. 
so now there's two more bugbears left there's the one in front of armos and menace and then there's one in front of drill uh so now the one in front of drill is gonna go he's like we're big man about to get this big ass mace to the face bring it on motherfucker it rolls a 10 so that misses you he's like oh, i'm just warming up watch this watch this he's just swinging a mace horribly horribly missing it's like blowing we're just whiffing out. on each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now the one that just got hit in the dick goes he's like picks up he uh he takes his mace he grips the mace you hear like the leather crack he's like oh you got to get it this time you got to get it this time little man he looks at menace and 11 goes to slam it on the floor boom hits the ground you just dodge out of the way just in time uh it is now your guy's turn that is a 13. oh you yep. rolled a hit 13. fucking swinging my ass that, that hits awesome so that is a d12 uh, i knew you were, i barely even felt that i was barely even felt that but i'm mad I'm mad now. I'm pretty mad. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty mad. I'm pretty mad. I'm pretty mad. I want to get into a more advantageous situation, so I, I roll under this guy. You know, using my, I don't roll under him, but I crawl under him, using my uh, nimbleness. Is he, is he a size bigger than me? Yeah, you're small, so he's a medium. Perfect, Mazda. Yeah, so yeah. what does nimbleness do? Nimbleness means I can move through their space. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just like. Uh, I crawl under his legs, tickling his balls as I go through. I run a full 30 feet away, and once I get there, I flip up my axe into my hand and launch it at the back of his skull. All right, I'll tell you what, because you used your nimbleness in this and you went directly under him and behind him, I'll give you advantage on this attack. Nice. Okay. Yep. Oh, shit. So that's 13 and 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. I knew we kept you around for a reason. Mm. You look up at him. You run under him. You give him the old slap and take on his ball sack with a full sprint. You turn around. 360 no scope uh, throwing axe right to the back, right into his back. Go ahead and roll for damage. That's uh, six. You do six damage that's just lodged into his shoulder and gets knocked prone from the force that you just delivered to his body. Ooh. Like, boom, she kind of falls right in front of Armos. I yell at Armos. Armos, did you see that? The, the bugbear that is uh, facing Drozo. You little, you little horseman. He's like, I'm not a horse. I'm a, uh, I'm a minotaur. You now have a proned bugbear in front of you. Finish him off. Almost um, finishable. First off, I gotta give Reginald some props, so I finger guns his way because he's been doing it this whole time. So trying to keep up with his uh, his little quirks. You're doing great, man. You're doing great. I can't yeah, believe you. Look just, at you fight a bug bam, bam, by yourself. Bam. You only got fucked up a little bit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a Brian. I thought you'd be dead, but I gotta be honest. With you, I didn't think you had it in you. You know, and this is coming from a demon, a greater demon with seven wings. Buddy. You know what? I appreciate you. So uh, as we see this down person in front of me. Um, I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give him the blast. I'm gonna give him the blast. Okay, so because Ooh. they're prone, getting back into mm -hmm, mechanics, mm -hmm. a prone creature's only movement option is to crawl unless it stands up and ends the condition. The creature has disadvantage on attack rolls. An attack made against the creature has an advantage if the attacker was in within five feet. Otherwise, the attack roll has a disadvantage. Um, so you're you're definitely within five feet. So if you want to do another, um, like if you're gonna do a spell or just attack him, you have advantage on all your rolls. Bam! I got a 15, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you get plus three to every roll, by the way, when you do a spell, because that's your proficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's 18. Uh, so you go ahead, that definitely hits him. Uh, roll for damage. The whammies! 
Four, 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 four. Takes four points of damage. He's looking, he's looking fucked up. He's seeing better days. He's bleeding from his mouth. He's, he's rambling. He's like reaching to try to get the ax out of his back. Uh, it goes back to Duncan. Duncan turns around. He says the situation. He sees, oh, well, you got this one over here. But what about big man? Big man, I thought you were big man. Duncan goes up from behind uh, uh, Drell's bugbear. He hits five points of damage. Just ooh, cracks him in the back of the head. Uh, Bugbear like launches, lunges forward a little bit. He's like, oh, what the? This isn't a fair fight. What's going on here? So the one bugbear in front of Drell, he goes to take another swing at Drell. He's like, no, you're my main focus, big man. You're my main focus looking up at you. He got a 19. That hits. Hits you with a mace. He just barely grazes you as he does one point of damage. <laughs> How'd that feel, Drell? Tis but a scratch, little horseman. Ah, ah, that's my mountain man. <laughs> it is now your guys' turn. What are you guys doing? That is a 12. Uh, 12? No, that misses. So you go to swing with a miss. Whoosh. Menace. Can you, can you like hype me up for this one? Yeah. Menace. Woo. You got this, buddy. Oh, Get it. It's you time. fucking big ass dude. I run full force with my second axe and I jump in attempt to slam like the butt of my axe into the axe that's already in his shoulder. When you go to do that, give me an acrobatics check. We're setting the bar at a 15. I got a 10 acrobatics. Yeah, so you you went ahead and you missed. Damn it. You would have done more damage to him because you were hitting, you, you were doing a called shot, but uh, Armos, what are you doing? I'm gonna blast him. I'm gonna blast him. I, I started blasting. Roll a hit. Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. But not for me. I rolled a eight. You miss. <laughs> you hold up your hand and you just whip it. On that note, with my with my big ass whoosh, I try to hype up my boy Drell though. Like, hey, buddy, hand him all that work. I got you. Two round happens. All right, Duncan goes. He's behind the guy. He's like, ah, right, you just gonna ignore me, laddie, huh? He fucking sweeps the leg on this dude. This guy is looking hurt. So the one in front of you turns around to Duncan. Uh, the one that you were fighting, Drell, goes to swing, misses, swings over Duncan's head. The one in front of Armos goes to swing on Armos. It's an eight. What's your DC? What's your AC? 11 plus my dexterity, which is 11. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he misses. So the guy facing me turned away and started hitting uh, the old dwarf guy. As a bonus action, could I try to sweep his leg so then he's prone and then get an advantage? uh axe like hit on him or no so you want to try to sweep trip him up so and then hit him when he's on exactly the because he's facing no. the opposite direction oh, okay you, what you could do is that i'll let you make a called attack and do a strength check on him and you, as you go to like sweep him you try to knock him off balance mm -hmm. but that would be your main action uh okay then i am just gonna swing away you know that movie is scary three where he's like uh, or scream what is it uh he's like swing away and he just starts beating the crap out of all the aliens that is a 17. roll for damage it's another three for damage it's six damage my bad boy all right he's looking fucked up he's looking fucked up he's he's like on dead's door he looks like he's still alive i i, I turn around and look at menace and i i say finish the job He's like a broken dude. We're hyping up Menace 
so damn hard to get this final blow and like and we 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 think it's like for his you know stature at this point you know what i mean right, Minus, like, what are you we doing? think that he needs it there's just one more no there's still two there's still two what the fuck you forget yeah, about okay. one no that's what i thought i was just like because they're both pretty but the bloated. one in front of me is on death's door that's why i turned around and told him to finish him so i missed i missed the other guy so i'm in a pretty good position so i i step forward maybe like five feet and i get out my sling which they haven't seen yet and i start spinning i, I load it with a sling bullet and i twirl it around i'm like Haha, now these are friends i need around me and i launch try and launch it at the uh at the guy <laughs> that's a five dude i saw this single like little small number on the die dude oh my god uh, that's a Yo, five. all right that misses uh no actually it's a seven but <laughs> as i'm celebrating his victory i realize he fucking whooshed i yell at everybody i'm like oh the that was close it was close yeah it wasn't close uh i end up throwing out my uh crossbow i end up like you know what i'm tired of this shit we don't need magic for this. End up pointing my light crossbow. First thing I've ever got. And uh, trying to chuck a few damage at him. So you want to shoot the guy in front of you with the crossbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. So you're going to want to move back because you're within five feet? I'm so disgusted with the thing that just happened in front of me. I, I jump backwards as I'm shooting. How's that? Roll to hit. 18. Oh, Ooh. oh shit. Plus, yeah, that definitely hits. Plus oh. dexterity, which is zero. That's fine. Crossbow is 1d8. Bam. Two. Ah, he's looking fucked up, dude. He's looking oh fucked my. up. These guys are both like bloody, but like, but they're like standing up. They're like looking at you guys. One of them has like an axe and a crossbow bolt in him. The other one is like looking at Drell and Dungan and they're like, I didn't hear no bell. It's like looking woozy, woozy eyes. Their eyes are squinting. They have like giant black and blues. They have the anime bandage over their forehead. They're like, I didn't hear no bell. The guy's like, well, it's about to be wrong. Ding, ding. Rolls hit. Oh my God. Dungan's on fire tonight. Boom. Cracks him in the back of the head. Oh my God. Roll the 10. Lays this dude out. Guy hits him in the back of the head. Guy just Ooh. goes. Ding ding falls forward into the ground. Gets shot in the crossbow. It's like, oh son of a bitch. So this is a fight of honor, but clearly clearly there's no honor among tieflings. He goes, he runs up, goes to swing at the mace against Drell. Whoops, fucking horribly. Uh he rolled a four. Yeah, so now it's Drell's turn. So what I want to do is um I want to throw a a throwing axe at him. Roll to hit. That's uh, not one. I'm going to roll d20 to see how bad this happens. So 20 being real fucking bad. All right. Yeah, you just rolled the two. I'm being nice on your first critical roll. So you go to reach back behind you. You're like, watch this. And you go to reach behind your back and you give yourself a nasty gash across the axe as you miss the as you miss the hilt and grab the blade. <laughs> Uh, you take one D four of damage as you cut your hand. I grabbed it by the pointy end. <laughs> you take three points of damage and you just fuck the the fucking blade. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> my hand. <laughs> I held him, Drell. You're supposed to do it like this. Uh, as I point to the axe I'm holding. <laughs> uh, it is now Minus's turn. Minus, come like, on. No, like like this, and I swing. <laughs> I, I throw my axe at the at the guy. Ooh. 
but it's a 23. Oh man, that shit That's slapped a... until you did the damage, and then I'm just like, are you really? Is that a paper cut? Because <laughs> that's a seven. He's real fucked up. Armos is up to bat and says, "Bros, I got this. Hold up. The angelic angel is coming down from the heavens to deliver the final fucking blow. I cast a fucking Elric bolt or blast. Sorry. Put your hand up again. Show me power. Give me your power. 14. 14 plus. Wait, 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 wait. 17. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, you hit. Damn, fucking right. <laughs> it is a 1d10. Come on. I swear to goodness. Nine! Woo! You, you lift your palm up. You point your palm at his face. And you shoot uh, out an Elgic Blast. And it just blam. knocks him to the ground. He's dead. Yo, fucking thank you, everyone, for giving me your soul at the other one. I really appreciate it. I give almost that air five that we did before. Woo! So you and guys out of you are out of combat for the moment. Uh Duncan turns around, he's like, Aye, laddies, good job, good job, laddies. And that ends episode two, everybody. If you've been with us for a while, you will know that we have HDified this, as we like to say. Jared's with me today. Jared, say hi. Hi. Nice. Very great hi. <laughs> great hi. Executed. <laughs> Done. Spike the ball. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> I did what I needed to do. Uh, Jared. Can you just believe that <laughs> that was so long ago? That's what I was about to ask you. Yeah. I mean, do you remember what happened in episode two? You know what? No. It, it was such a blur because I was so nervous that I had to drink so many beers through the entire thing. <laughs> Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. That didn't, that didn't happen. No, cut it, cut it, cut it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I was no. very nervous through the entire thing, and I remember just being, it was just a blur the we entire can, time. You can still hear, I'm sure you can, it's still in the edit, you can hear you going and like cracking the beers open. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is so funny. Oh, man. It just cracks me it's, up so much hearing that. It's so hard to, so I love developing new skills. Mm. and I just wasn't prepared for the amount of stress that it, like, putting that one on was so weird because it's like, all right, hey, and D&D, &D, okay, let me let me start over. D&D &D in general, to get into it, I, I wished it was easier. Like, maybe we made it a little too complex because we wanted to, like, you know, storyfy it, make it great for the, the listeners sure, and everything yeah. like that. So the biggest issue that I had was that there was so much upfront before we actually went into it that I was so in my head about like, you know, making sure that this was the best thing I could do. But then I felt like I wasn't doing well. And then the entire time I'm like stressed because then it's like you're acting as a character that, you know, just like a little bit about. But in retrospect, it's crazy because like we just did a live stream recently mm. and I played a whole new character and it's like cool that now it's like not as big of a deal. You know what I mean? To create something new and like jump into the Yeah, I know what one. you mean. Cause that learning curve is so steep initially. You have to learn all these rules and worry that you're not breaking the rules and you have a voice and you're worrying about like how your character acts and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So it, like, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, so the way I built the character is that you're like, what's the thing where you're like a noble or like a, uh, what's that option called? I think it might just be called noble. Yeah, it is, but there's the extra, there's other ones. Yeah, the background. So I was like trying to think of like, okay, if that's my character's thing, but I was like thinking, 
I'm thinking way too into everything as opposed to just <laughs> yeah. playing the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many yes. times where I was like, okay, well, how would a noble person that's along with these two misfits like deal with the oh, situation? Interesting. We've never talked about this, I think. So I think that happens to a lot of people where they put too much emphasis on the background. Yeah. Like as a mechanic, right? My background is my my thing. When in reality, it's just like a very basic tool for people that maybe have never played before. But then once I've once we got to like episode 10 and we started getting into our characters, all that kind of went away, you know, yeah. all that back of mind kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we've come super, super far and we just can't thank you all enough for joining us on this journey. By the time we're recording this, we have probably just finished releasing episode 76 so i'll see you guys again at episode 100 maybe <laughs> 100 plus 100 plus to the moon we're trying we're trying um but jared before we uh leave these gentle women and gentle folk how about you tell them about some of the new things that we have created since this podcast has started um yeah so we've created what like a website we have a shop we have i mean if you think about it it's crazy we've we had to buy a domain, create us a, a website. We had to figure out art just for the logo. We had to figure out icons. We had to like the amount of work that goes into just like setting something up. It's crazy. It is wild. I must say <laughs> it's absolutely an endeavor. It's, it's just a huge endeavor. <laughs> it it keeps going up as far as you keep piling on to like this mound of things that you've already created, which is great. It's just interesting, like, how far we've come since then. Like, if you're going to tell me, like, hey, we're going to make a website and have a store and sell T-shirts, like, what? Crazy. No way. I, I feel the same way. Episode two, Jared would not believe you. <laughs> and it's uh, it's definitely been, for me, I don't know about you, Jared, but for me, it's been the most fulfilling project I've ever been a part of. And it's because it you guys it's because of the fans like mm -hmm. some of the things you say when you come into the discord make my year i can't even tell you i was gonna say yeah it's so hard to read like i'm such a uh like i use negativity to fuel myself like a lot of the time <laughs> so like which is like not a it's not healthy it's not great it's, you uh -huh. know i'm working on it I'm, I'm a work in progress but like when i'm working out things like that but to hear so many people say so many positive things it's like i'm having like a imposter syndrome i'm like mm, they're not uh, talking about us yeah. no it's not you know it's like a such a weird i feel that it's awesome it's a gr it, it's crazy it's cool it's super cool. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get used to someone random coming into the Discord going, you're my favorite new podcast. I just yeah. binged it. And I'm sitting there like, what? Yeah. Yep. What do you mean? Can't believe it. <laughs> so or, from the uh, bottom of our hearts, thank you so oh, yeah. much. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks for re-listening to episode two. Or if this is the first time, hey, welcome. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. All right, Jared. Say goodbye to the, the folks. Toodaloo.